just reading this lead from the story that Drew shared with us, uh, which is my way of segueing into this uh, final topic. <laughs> Technical foul. Keyword foul on the first oh, lady. Hmm. Drew, what's this about? Yeah, it's funny that, uh, you know, all this political talk, uh, I haven't read Dr. Jill Biden's musings, but, you know, point me to that book. Uh, this week, she made a terrible comment. Well, I'll give the story here. Um, so this this last week, our Monday, Sunday, was the Women's College National Basketball Championship between LSU, Louisiana State University, uh, made up of all Black women and versus Iowa, a dominant white, uh, a dominant team of white women, and LSU spanked them. Like it was a, a beatdown. After Iowa were media darlings, there was a girl in Iowa who was like killing the competition until she ran to LSU. She was doing like face things of like, oh, you can't see me, you know, like Kobe esque stuff. And then when LSU beat them, the LSU girl was doing it. So, and thankfully they didn't make it about race at all. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah, you know, and it's funny because the first one, not that I am surprised, but Keith Olbermann was the first tweet to call her, he's like, classless piece of shit or something like that on Twitter. Immediate heavy backlash, you know, um, your usual, uh, you know, thinly veiled racism, racism straight mm -hmm. out the bat. And so uh, the next day, Jill Biden is speaking somewhere for some reason, and she's just like, yeah, let's for some reason. <laughs> Let's invite LSU because they won. But here, I'll say the quote here. Um, okay. you know, the White House always is the champions. Um, so then she says, so we hope LSU will come. But, you know, I'm going to tell Joe, I think Iowa should come too because they played such a good game. And uh, this did not go over well. First of all, it's, a, it's almost impossible in this day and age to anger both sides. And you did. Uh, you know, of course, not only is this kind of a, essentially i think it's you know racist but also like this is very all lives matter energy this is very participation trophy energy and it's it, it's almost like it's one, bad vibes all around yeah like and of course you know now they've walked it back with a kind of a cheap statement but um i saw some tweets and it just kind of like it kind of took a step back some people were just like you know talking about how racist it is and i'm just like are people finally waking up that she is an old white woman who probably held these values you know i saw somebody say that you know black women are the backbone of the democrats you know we can talk about that later but you know the back black black women are the backbone of the democrats you better watch how you talk because there goes our votes and it's a huge race discussion uh funny timing with all the political stuff going on but Something that, and it's a shame because this is like the most watched women's basketball game ever. Got like almost 10 million views, really good for the sport, but of course it devolves into racism. And uh, I just, you know, wanted to say, fuck Jill Biden. Sorry if you got to bleep that, but it's just like, I, I, I suppose I was going to give her a pass for all the doctor comments a few months ago because I'm like, come on, like, what are you bashing her for? And now it's just full on, like, I really hope people realize that um, Joe Biden probably doesn't even know who she is. Like, she is kind of a, a, a lunatic. I don't know if you guys know much about her, but... Um, it's not like people to get up in arms over sports, though. I mean, it's... <laughs> right? And uh, yeah. you know, I think it's, uh, it's interesting that it's Louisiana versus Iowa, you know, but... 
Um, it's just really frustrating. It's hurtful. You know, it's just to see how um, it reminds me of Jay-Z when he says, like, talking about moonlight, like, when we win, we lose. And we're not speaking for Black people, but, you know, for minorities, it's like, when you win, you still lose. Because instead of talking about how great the team is and how special this is for the for these girls, like, instead, it's just turned into a race discussion. Um, you know, Jill Biden is exposing herself even more. So just frustrating all around, you know, something that's been on my mind, but not sure if you guys saw this news. Yeah, I saw it too. Um, I don't know. It, it's I, I think you you summarized it perfectly when you said that it was it was all lives mattersy or something to that effect. Like it, it's it is very we're all winners, and yeah, it, it's kind of like you know what when your husband already has a very dubious background when it comes to. Uh, you know, African-American voters and just African-Americans in general in this country, it's like, I don't know, throw a bone, like, do something, do do the, do the wise thing, do the right thing, and it doesn't look like she did, and that's something that I, it just makes me think that, you know, now we've had two consecutive presidents where the first lady has taken, you know, and I, I mean this merely from the standpoint of just an observation, there's nothing... No, there's no bad faith argument here. Um, the first ladies in the last two administrations have taken such a secondary role in a way that I've never seen it prior. Like, or at least within my lifetime, I mean, Hillary Clinton, Laura Bush, and Michelle Obama all had prominent roles in their husband's administration. And especially when it came to promoting their husband's presidencies, we we can talk all we want with Melania Trump. I think it's safe to understand with that whole scenario. Oh no, wasn't her her lasting legacy stop bullying? Yeah, it was. Uh, oh god, <laughs> was it really? It was. Yeah, it was so, just so. It was so tone deaf. It and it was like, hey man, you you know you know what's like, you know what sucks in this country, hunger. That's it. Press 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 over. You know, like interview over. Well, and that was something that my mom and I actually would make fun of, um, just because she, whenever she would actually give a speech about her anti-bullying program, which was called Be Best. Not Be Better, but Be Best. And and she would say it like she was Super Mario, and uh, Be Best, and like my mom and I, it just became this like ongoing joke between the two of us whenever anything Melania related came up in the news when she was first lady. And then obviously there was the whole jacket kerfuffle where it was like, I don't care. Why do you, or something like that. And <laughs> is everything she does in broken English? <laughs> well, Melania question for Melania. Yes. Yes. That, that white boy in the back. Well, what about in the instances where, like, when you bully a movie studio into giving us what we want with the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, does bullying work in that regard? And then she'll stutter her way until she walks off the panel. Like, like what what happens then when, when we're actually looking for some uh, source material to go off? Believe me, I have done as much as I can to focus on this presidential administration as much as I could with the previous one. And it becomes this ongoing fight where you just keep asking yourself, okay, what's going on behind the scenes? Because I, I really, 
it, it really seems to me like no one actually cares. And on top of that, you have a first lady that I, it's like she pops up in the news every now and then and either has COVID or goes to some event or goes to Los Angeles and causes traffic or does this to promote a COVID vaccine. And you're just like, okay, but what else are you doing as first lady? Like, what else actually? Because even the COVID thing, COVID's over. People think COVID's over. Like, LA Times is COVID newsletter, gone. Uh, the COVID emergency in Massachusetts, gone. COVID emergency in Los Angeles County, dead. Like, it, okay, what else are you doing, uh, Jill? Or as your husband calls you, Dr. Joe Biden? Yes, he used to call her that. He'd be like, oh, this is my wife, Dr. Joe Biden. Um, like, it, it's so baffling. It, it really, really just frustrates me. And to then have this, I mean... It's hard to say if it's does it boil does it does it boil in, in yeah. does it boil down into the question of whether or not you want to look at this from a pure politicized perspective or just whether or not you were rooting for one team and you just ended up enjoying a good basketball game like of course it's not going to be that simple but I think my question is like <clears throat> for all the shrieking that I heard about this whole March Madness, March Madness, like I didn't hear one person talk about the fact that Jill is being Jill. I mainly just heard about it saying, Oh, well I was rooting for this, but then we lost. And I, maybe I kind of answer my own question when I say people are just inherently tone deaf when it comes to sports. <laughs> but I, I wonder if you'd, I oftentimes wonder if this is what people are inherently thinking about when they watch sports. The fact that it can be politicized and to this degree is politicized. I mean, then we go down the slippery slope of uh, Kaepernick and kneeling and et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. But I think Jill was at the game. Uh, not yeah. that she knows anything about basketball. Um, right. But yeah, man, I mean, after you know the and you know save the conversation from their time but like when's the last time you heard about colin kaepernick other than he's slapping his name onto true crime netflix documentaries that have not much to do with race anymore that's it's pretty much all we heard about him you know yeah so other than um, just you know yeah, yeah. Well, extend that to barack obama okay so uh the big orange man is gone but what else is your accomplishment in terms of like a, stopping him while he was president, and B, helping his successor. Oh, you, you, you made it clear that you were going to do something if Bernie became the nominee. Okay. Good to know you care about your legacy. Uh, yes, I do, Ryan. Shut up. Uh, I don't know, Barack. Maybe you should. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, you keep impersonating me on dates? And I got a problem with it. <laughs> you know, I read, I read, I swear, in between uh, killing Osama uh, and saving the economy mm. and running against yeah. Mama Jean's Romney. <laughs> uh, I read Malcolm X to make sure that Farrakhan didn't come after me. <laughs> and then on top of that, uh, I told the ladies in college I was all about uh, Karl Marx, uh, Groucho, Zippo, 
<laughs> didn't matter. Didn't matter. So he didn't read Karl Marx's uh, political commentary book. He, damn, Ryan. Oh, damn, oh, Ryan. Apparently, that Obama was... just like straight up was like reading that just to get girls. That that was such a good impression. Do you do improv by chance? <laughs> Man, I never thought that a podcast can just be three guys playing zip zap zop with each other, but you 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 really kind of boiled it down for me. Man, I feel like I'm at CalArts right now. <laughs> oh god. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> very quickly. Yes, very, and very quickly. Um just bouncing off of both um Daily Beast and NPR stories about the whole Jill affair. Um, but her press secretary did say that uh, Biden's comments on Tuesday morning, um, she tweeted that uh, they were, the comments were intended to applaud the historical game, historic game, excuse me, and all women athletes. The office of the First Lady of the United States did not immediately respond to NPR's comments, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the First Lady looks forward to celebrating the LSU Tigers on their championship win at the White House, uh, to which President also tweeted, or at least an intern did on his official account, uh, tweeted Tuesday that he's also looking forward to welcoming the LSU women's basketball team to the White House with no mention of Iowa. So they have had to go reel it back in, but <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, to kind of piggyback a little bit to our first discussion, it's Obviously, conversations like this aren't going to be brought back up again when it comes to people's consideration between, uh, I almost said Jill Biden, Joe Biden and whoever he runs against in 2024, but because I'm convinced he's going to run, I, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> at this point, who else is it going to be? I mean, the longer he waits, the less time the DNC has to, like, ask Barack Obama to either entice or scare people into running or not running. So, since he's the kingmaker of the party. So, per what happened in 2020. Uh, Pete, get out. Uh-oh. So. I, I, I'm still gonna, you know, enjoy uh, more, uh, what is it, uh, fat references and, uh, you know, uh, the time he told Corn Pop to stop taking over the poll. So, um, you know, in, in, the, in the long history of uh, Bidenisms, and we'll include Jill, Jill in this, I guess this is just another um, sour entry. So, uh, here's to uh, more more years of uh, more years of Bidenisms. Yeah.